You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday the 13th of December. This is Recap made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. You know what's coming up. It's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Do, 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 do. G'day there, Alice. Hey, Jose. How was your weekend? It was really good, thanks. I actually went inside another person's house. Invited. Oh my gosh. Inv- I was invited. <laughs> um, Just to clarify, you were indeed yeah. invited. Yeah, uh, it was really, it's the first time I've been inside a friend's house uh, for, what, three, four months. So it was Amazing. really, it was, it was super nice. It was really good. Had a lovely, lovely uh, strawberries and pancakes. Oh, uh, I, beautiful. You know, looked at, the, at a, a, a six-year-old's uh, mansion that they built out of uh, cardboard boxes. It was lovely. It was really <laughs> cool. That. Oh, that sounds great. How was your weekend? Did you have a good one? Yeah, it was good. I, I, as I was just saying to you before, um, I actually made a start on my Christmas shopping. So, Boom, into um, it. Love it. Yeah, busy time of year, but um, a good time of year as well. Yeah, yeah, can't wait for Christmas. But let's stick to the, the, the task at hand. What's been happening today, Alice? Uh, so shares on Roku were up last week after the company announced a new content deal. Now that sounds super interesting, but first tell us a bit about Roku. So Roku is a company listed on the NASDAQ exchange and it makes digital media streaming devices that connect to your TV. Now these allow you to stream content over the internet. Um, So for example, you could stream Netflix to your TV using a Roku device. So it goes up against the likes of Google's Chromecast uh, that does a similar thing. But also Roku software is built into some newer smart TVs and that allows you to stream uh, through apps directly from the TV. Mm, Is Roku like a relatively new company? No, not entirely. Uh, Roku as a company was founded in 2002 and it actually worked with Netflix at the time to develop its first streaming device, uh, which came out in 2008. Now, back then, streaming was still in its really early stages and Netflix was about the only streaming uh, service around. But now, um, as you and I are probably really aware, that streaming is is really widespread. Uh, you could use it to watch like live TV, the news, movies, even YouTube, and that's what Roku's news is about today. It buzzes me out. I was thinking about it the other day that uh, Netflix got its start by actually mailing DVDs to people. It just so it's like blows my mind that we've come so far as far as streaming is concerned. But what was what's the news about today, Alice? Yeah, so Roku announced that it signed a contract extension with Google, which of course is the company behind YouTube. Now, why this is significant is because Roku and Google have been in a feud of late, and that's been causing disruptions to their contract negotiations. And it's even been a threat uh, to remove YouTube from the Roku platform. Now, that situation would have left Roku's 56 million odd users from being able to access YouTube and YouTube TV apps through their devices. Right. So what has this feud been about? 
Okay, so Roku and Google have reportedly been in negotiations for months about maintaining the YouTube apps on Roku. Uh, But this all spilled over into the public back in October when Roku put a blog post on its website that accused Google of making anti-competitive demands in its agreements. Uh, On top of that, Roku also alleged that Google was requesting Roku to provide access to a lot of data about its customers and what they watch uh, to Google. Now, Roku has said that these demands were unfair. Meanwhile, Google fought back and said that Roku's claims were unproductive and baseless. Right. So what's the latest development then? So this contract extension means that Roku and Google have reached a mutual agreement which will span across multiple years. Importantly for Roku's customers, it means that the YouTube apps will will remain available on the platform. Uh, the, now, the con- current contract was due to expire last week. So this deal's made been made just in the nick of time otherwise the youtube app would have been pulled from roku it also means that the youtube tv app will return to the platform this was removed back in april after its contract expired amid all of the tensions between the two parties and what did roku have to say about the contracts Uh, Well, a spokesperson said that this agreement represents a positive development uh, for our shared customers. And finally, what happened to Roku's share price last week? As I mentioned right at the start, uh, Roku's share price jumped um, about 18% actually on this news um, and overall for the week closed about 13.8% higher. Thanks very much, Alice. Now, another day and another buyout over in Australia. Man, it seems like there's always a takeover or two going on over there. What's the deal this time? Okay, so this involves a gas producer called Cenex Energy and the South Korean steel giant POSCO. Today, the Cenex board unanimously agreed to recommend to its shareholders that they accept the $900 million Australian dollar takeover. Okay, that sounds interesting, but I guess my question is, what does a steelmaker like POSCO want with a gas producer? Yeah, that's, that is a great question. So POSCO is huge. It's the fourth largest steelmaker in the world, the largest if you go by market value, but it already owns stakes in oil and gas companies in Southeast Asia and is actively pursuing a strategy to expand that arm of its investments and diversify into other countries. So should the deal go ahead, they'll be purchasing Cenex's gas operations, which supply Australia's East Coast and their LNG, or liquefied natural gas export projects. All right, and then what's the nitty-gritty of the deal? Well, it's taken four and a half months to get to this point. POSCO had to rejig its offer three times, eventually landing on $4.60 a share before the Cenex board would agree. Uh, another interesting tidbit about the deal is that another company, Hancock Energy, has jumped aboard POSCO's bid. Hancock Energy is part of mining magnate Gina Reinhardt's empire. They've come in for just under half the equity in the deal, meaning they'll be part owner of Cenex through an through excuse me through an indirect stake after the deal closes. However, the POSCO Cenex deal isn't conditional on that happening. And when are they expecting this to wrap up? Well, as per usual, this all needs uh, shareholder approval as well as approval from the Australian Investment Board. But Cenex said it has, it has a shareholder meeting planned for March next year. Assuming it gets approval, the transaction could be complete by the end of that month. Thanks, Jose. Now, I thought I'd finish today with some news from Ford, the car company. Excellent stuff. So what was that all about? 
So on Friday, Ford's CEO said it's planning on tripling its output of its Mustang Mark E's in 2022. Now the Mustang Mark E is the company's first mainstream all-electric vehicle, and according to the company, demand for it is hot. Uh, CEO Jim Farley in a tweet said. It's hard to produce Mustang Mark E's fast enough to meet the incredible demand, but we are sure going to try. And how are they going to do that? He said that starting in 2022, Ford's going to increase production and expects to reach over 200,000 units per year from North America and Europe by 2023. So he, he added that that's three times Ford's current output uh, for the vehicle, so that's for 2021. Now Ford said it will use its plant that's based just north of Mexico City for production and that the company's working with suppliers to increase capacity for the vehicle's production. And as we've talked about before to recap, there's been a global semiconductor shortage that's been impacting car makers around the world. Did Ford say anything about that? Not in relation to the Mustang Mark e uh, in the tweet from Jim Farley, but separately, Farley was actually interviewed by CNBC last week. Now, in that interview, he said that it's actually batteries for EVs that Ford needs uh, more so than semiconductors. Oh, really? That's a bit of a change. Yeah, uh, he said that, you know, they will get the semiconductors, but the issue is actually getting enough batteries to produce EVs. Uh, that's the problem he said that they need to solve. Now, these comments were made in the context of Ford's upcoming F-150 Lightning EV. Uh, that's their electric uh, electric vehicle pickup truck that's currently under development. Uh, now, the company actually had to put a pause on taking customer reservations for this vehicle after they hit orders for 200,000 units units and that's double Ford's annual production capacity for um, the F-150 Lightning. A lot of demand for Ford's EVs then or perhaps not enough production capacity. Well, Farley in the CNBC interview said that Ford is completely oversubscribed with its electric, uh, with its battery electric vehicles, and that the company is doing whatever it takes to double the production capacity for the electric F one hundred and fifty pickup. And finally, uh, the perennial question: How did Ford's share price perform last week? Yeah, the Ford share price gained about 11.5% last week, and about 9.6% of that increase was from Friday. Lovely, thank you, Alice. And that means we've come to the end of the show. That was a recap for the 13th of December. And as always, you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. Uh, you can also leave us a voice message. There's a link to that in the episode description. We do like a good voice message. Uh, there's been a couple so far. They've been all been very nice, so thank you very much. But we'll see you tomorrow. We sure will. Matewa. Ma